On a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a fan of Patrick Waugh are you? I'm an 11 out of 10, and the literal translation of Roa is king. Uh, part of the reason I love him so much is that we are very similar, and my guess is the book on Patrick Waugh would be very similar to what the book is on me. He's uncontrollable. My dad would be proud of that fact. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. What a show it's been, and it continues to be. It's hour two, if you're just tuning in, on various platforms on which we air. Game Plus Television nationally, in the United States as well, in 31 states. Maybe you're listening to the podcast. Maybe you're listening to WQEE Radio in Atlanta, 99.1 FM. Glad to have you. Just one segment uh, here with Moose. Maybe he'll come back later. Uh, let's bring him in now, if you don't mind, Darren Moose Dupont, because in the next segment, Aronde Gadsden's going to be with us. And the people that follow my social media and what I'm doing, I was with some pretty um, cool guys, some influential uh, pro football guys, and they opened the door to bringing on the guy that caught Dan Marino's last ever touchdown pass on the National Football League, the greatest Dolphin ever. Aronde Gadsden is an analyst now on Dolphins Radio. He's going to be with us next segment. I can't believe this, Darren. This is, I guess, I don't like when news and more uh, news and sports morph, right? We've talked about that a lot over the years. But I brought up near the end that the Canadian government is warning those 48 players that are playing in Russia and Belarus and the KHL to get home, get out of there. And at least one agent, because he's the one I saw quoted, Rich Winter, is saying, our players have the right to provide for their families and play wherever they want. And that's all true, too. And our viewers are writing in. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says they're telling every Canadian to get out of there. Politicians as well. From Darren in Salt Lake City, he says it seems to be a no-brainer. Brittany Griner? Hello? Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I would listen to the government in this case. And from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, despite what the wise and all-knowing Theo Fleury has to say on the subject, sometimes the government does actually give good and useful advice. I don't want to start a holy war. I'm just saying if I was, uh, this is me, I wouldn't be going to Russia. That's just me. What do you think about this? I wouldn't be going either, unfortunately. Um, at the end of the day, we have to, you know, do what we need to do for our own situation. And nobody can really understand somebody else's situation and the decisions that they make. But we, we do need to understand that people are making the best decisions for themselves. Um, it is good for the government to give the warning for sure, you know, and, and encourage people to come home and hopefully help and open those doors and let them know. But if they choose to stay, then obviously there's a reason that they're, they're staying over there. Um, <clears throat> we've got a lot of Viewer comments, and I have to say this, man. I mentioned it last hour. I'll say it again now. This is the golden corral of sports talk. It's America's finest buffet, and that's why everybody comes here because we you know, have a lot of toppings on the table, obviously. But I feel like if I want to sit down and just eat spaghetti all night and not eat the catfish and the cornbread and the steak and the pizza, um, that's, that's my choice. You know, for thirteen ninety nine, it's hard to go wrong. And what are we charging here? Oh, yeah, nothing. So we'll talk about what we want to talk about. And I said, for those that are upset, I haven't got a death threat yet for predicting the Calgary Flames or saying they're the number one team in the NHL, but I feel like it's close. Like our COO, Lee Genier, said to me, we were talking about this. He goes, there's a lot of angry people in the world. They're saying some really mean things about me, Darren, over a damn hockey team. 
Uh, John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg is watching. He says, sports is life. Life is sports. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. I do. You do? Um, but to an, to an extent, you know that I don't. Sports is such a small part of life and such a small part. But, you know, yes, it makes a large part up of what we do. And it's a great escape. But there is there is so much to life outside of sports. But uh, it's fun when we can get immersed in it. And when we're immersed in it, it's like it's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing in life until you step out of it. So as long as you can strike that balance, everything's good. (laughs) You said it very well. Um, Because it's not really real, except for the people that are in it. Um, Bo Levi Mitchell is going through some serious stuff right now. And frankly, I think Cody Fajardo is too. But you know what? I would like to think people aren't losing sleep over that. But I guess they do. Uh, Again, a Ronde Gadsden coming up in the next segment. He's going to talk about some Hurricane Ian. He's going to talk about the Dolphins at the Bengals on Thursday night. Is this the best Dolphins team ever? He spent six seasons with them, by the way. I'm just so excited to have a chat with him. A lot of really cool doors opening up down here in South Florida. And this is one of them. Jeff the Stams fan says, it might be hotter in Calgary today than Florida. Might hit 30. And he's talking Celsius, of course. I'm hearing that from everybody in Alberta. And even you there in the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL, it's getting close to 30 Celsius, right? You're running around with your shirt off like John Lynch, huh? That's that's the plan for this afternoon. I'm not that far from John. I might take the 25-minute walk and go see if uh, he's there without his shirt on, too. You should do that. Um, Kevin, the medium, has showed up. He says, I call it passion. People are passionate about sports, and that's not a bad thing. Not at all. And when we had COVID and we didn't have sports, that was a bad thing. But, Kevin, I think we can all agree some people take it too far, and they ruin it for everybody. Like, for, like I had to tell this guy that was texting me last hour to settle the hell down about the Flames thing. He's, uh, clearly, he's an Oilers fan. And then about the Pats trading Connor Bedard and some of the things that he said about that. Now, uh, I'm not going to go any further into this, but I'm like, I got my opinion. Chill out. It's like, what's that gif? I love that gif of that girl with the (laughs) Coke bottle glasses. Triggered! (laughs) That's where I'm saying. And when I come out of of an arena and my car's vandalized, the hood's been destroyed. Um, When I'm in pro football stadiums on the road and our equipment vehicles have been vandalized, can we not agree? Some people take it to. I'm advising people to chill the hell out and ask how much it affects their life. There's a balance, right? Yeah, there needs to be a balance for sure. But it's that passion that is why sports is so great and why people spend money and why it's such a big industry because you get so invested in it that the lines blur between what's real and what's not, and between you know this this you know your team and what's your real life. And I think. You know, some people can't can't see the difference uh, between what's real and what's not. And I think more than anything, uh, before we, you know, we get right into the track of talking sports here, <laughs> I'm giving my opinion that the Pats should trade Connor Bedard. To freak out, you can't accept somebody else's opinion? Really? 
or I'm reporting that people are saying Bo Levi Mitchell's going to sign in Saskatchewan next year, and people are all upset about that. We got to do our jobs. We got to do our jobs. It's an opinion show. <laughs> Allie in Texarkana says Bonanza is better than Golden Corral. What would you say, Darren? You've been to both. Now, there's a poll question. My goodness. Um, it's been so long since I've been to a Bonanza. But also, Rod, as, as you've stated, I haven't been to a Golden Corral worth a damn or a good one. Right. I've been I've been to Golden Corral and they're all good. And Bonanza's all good. But I got to go to a good one first, a good Golden Corral before I can decide. I feel like the one in Houston you were at, you got let down. Um, yeah. It was like a minor league Golden Corral. And for that, I apologize. Yeah. Just it didn't Golden have Corral all the tremendous. Yeah. 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 And they shouldn't do that. They should put that How's on the, one the in your side of the woods. Very good. It's in yeah. Boynton Beach, the home of Danny Barrett. It's outstanding. Ever seen a buffet where they let you take home a doggy bag? They do, no. man, at the Golden Corral. Yeah, they do at the Golden Corral. You can take it home. It's unbelievable. They break all the rules. Um, and Kevin, the medium, says, mm, now I need a keg steak. He ordered uh, Edo Japan the other day because of what we were talking about. Which, by the way, back on track. The poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Today, it's Wednesday, so we always have it. What is Canada's game of the week in the CFL? Here are your four options. Sask, Rough Riders at Winnipeg Friday. Ottawa Red Blacks at BC Friday. Montreal at Edmonton Saturday. Or Toronto at Calgary. And it's actually a pretty close vote. Leading the way is Bombers Riders, followed closely by Argo Stamps. What has like zero votes, zero percent, last I saw, was Montreal Edmonton. And the reason I bring up the Golden Corral thing is it's just everybody wants something different. The NHL regular season hasn't started yet, okay? So when it does, we'll go a lot deeper into that. And we did cover last hour about Winnipeg Jets coach Rick Bonus was not happy at all despite his team's win last night. You know, by the way, the reason he wasn't happy was he said, we had a lot of bad habits. One, for instance, yeah. is too long as shifts. This. How many, how many years do you want to put on it? One year, two years, three or four years before Jets fans come back and go, oh, damn, Rod was right. How long do you think? <laughs> uh, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't stay up at night thinking about it. I, I think we're looking at uh, over under of two and a half years. Oh, I hope it's less than that. Um, we're not giving the keg any free advertising. Kevin the Medium says, by the way, it's 11-11. You know what that means. It's 11 minutes after 11. No, Kevin. Beautiful. Mean, means we're on the right track. Uh, Jeremy Shackleton writes in. He says, what are people so upset about? Bo Levi and Sask over Fajardo. Bo's a proven winner in the league. Fajardo still tosses milk jugs like his college days. I don't know what they're so upset about. And just with people getting too serious, taking the sports too seriously, Wayne in British Columbia says, I used to be that guy back about 20 to 30 years ago. Luckily, I've chilled out a lot in the last 10 plus years, but I still love sports. But I don't take it so seriously. No, Wayne, but I think you got a long ways to go. 
And I can't imagine what you would have been like 15, 20 years ago, because I saw his comment here a few weeks ago. He goes, the Rough Riders are taking an us against the world mentality. Yeah, how's that worked out? Like, let's, again, back on track. Riders trying to get back on track. Coming off a bye week, Dan Clark's back at center. They're going into Winnipeg. Like, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers might be able to beat the Houston Texans, for the love of Pete. Like, it's a literal, let's pray to keep it close game Friday. Do you see Saskatchewan turning it around? Yeah, I guess they could make the playoffs, but it's a steep hill. Obviously, the talk of Bo Levi coming to Saskatchewan isn't helping. I don't care because I'm not the rider guy anymore, and this is what people are saying. But do you see Saskatchewan salvaging this season? There's a path there. I, I talk about paths to victory. There's, there's a path there. I mean, there's enough talent on this team, if they got it all figured out and everybody was healthy, for this team to be okay. And they showed pretty well at Labor Day. And I know Labor Day is a bit of an anomaly, especially when it comes to Saskatchewan and Winnipeg. But they played pretty well in that game and should have won that game if it wasn't for some coaching mistakes. Um, so, yes, there are some paths. But it, it's there's not a lot. There's not a lot. And all Hamilton has to do is play okay down the stretch beat Ottawa a couple of times, and you might never get the chance to get into the playoffs. So it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot for Saskatchewan. Yeah, and I guess the point is people need to understand, you need to pay close attention to what I'm saying. If you read my columns or what I'm saying on the air here, or even what I'm putting on social media, there's what you see on television, that's the games. There's what you read in the media and see, that's what they want you to believe. And then there's the real undercurrent of what's going on. And these are the guys that are calling me. And they're talking about what quarterbacks are going to be in what places next year, what coaches are going to be, and GMs in what places. Because they're all, they, these guys think two, three, four steps ahead of everybody else. I often say when the fans are screaming that there's a problem with a return unit or offensive line play, the coaches saw it five, six, seven weeks ago. Okay? So you're not telling the offensive coordinator anything he doesn't already know. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. by the way, from, from our viewers, Corey May is clearly in Winnipeg. He says, Mark Shifley taking one-minute shifts last night was an improvement from seasons past. Hopefully, he can get it down a little more. Well, that was one specific thing Rick Bonus said he didn't like about the Jets game last night, despite the fact that they won. Uh, we're going to pause, Darren. Are you, do you want to come back a little later or no? Of course. Okay. Good. We'd love to have you. I just didn't know what your schedule was. We're going to take you. a pause here. Yeah, pre- appreciate that. Take a pause here. Maybe come back with a sports update. And Oronde Gadsden is lined up to join us next. Dolphins, great radio analyst. Big week for them. And as you can see, a big week in South Florida. A lot to get, whoa, a lot to get to him with. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television. We're live streaming on YouTube and on the radio. Metro Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. RP show continues. So far, so good. Like an hour, 20 minutes through this day as we try to avoid Hurricane Ian or severe tropical storm effects here in South Florida. You guys tell me when Aronde Gadsden's ready to go. And while we do, I just want to introduce him to our viewers. We talked about him being a Dolphins great, the last guy to catch a V, Dan Marino's final touchdown pass. Played at Winston-Salem State, undrafted into the NFL, signed to the Dallas Cowboys, won Super Bowl 30 there with the Cowboys, spent 98-203 with the Miami Dolphins, and there he became the 15th all-time leading receiver in franchise history. And as I mentioned, caught Dan Marino's last touchdown pass. Aronde's first ever reception in the National Football League went for a touchdown. So we can talk to him about that. And now he's on Dolphins Radio as the pre- and post-game analyst. But Clark's telling me that they're having some connection issues. What's going on? It's with Aronde's phone or something? We have him connected but he can't see us. Is that the deal? So he's not fully connected. Well, that is unfortunate. So please let me know the second that we do. And if we have to bring the moose back in, we will. Very much looking forward to this interview with Aronde because there's a lot to get to. The Dolphins changing their travel schedule to leave earlier today to go to Cincinnati for their week four game Thursday night football at the Bengals. Are the Dolphins the best team in the NFL? And I actually listened to Aronde for the first time, tuned him in on the pregame of the Bills game here on Sunday. So we got to get this set up. While we do that, I will do a sports update. The Royal Canadian Mint is commemorating the 50th anniversary of the Summit Series by issuing a $2 celebrating Canada's hockey triumph over the Soviet Union. What is it, $2 bill or a $2 coin? It doesn't say. It was on this day in 1972 when Paul Henderson scored the series-winning goal on Russian netminder Vladislav Trechak in Moscow. The, series, the Summit Series Tooney, there you go, enters circulation today. Four Canadian teams are in action in the National Hockey League preseason tonight. The Montreal Canadiens, who are coming off a 2-1 loss to New Jersey on Monday, visit the Toronto Maple Leafs, while the Oilers and Flames renew the Battle of Alberta at the Saddledome. And if I may... For the Alberta viewers and the hockey fans there, whoever wins tonight, well, it will not determine who's the best team in Alberta, okay? With what happens at the Saddledome tonight, my guess it'll be a huge crowd on television, but we need to pump the brakes a little bit. They've been waiting for this since game five last year of round two. It's the start of this season that they're waiting for, not the preseason game tonight. It'll be fun. But I'm just saying, people need to chill. Man, are they geeked up over that. No more or less so than the National Football League down here because people are people. It's the way they are. Speaking of the NFL, Cleveland Browns star defensive end Miles Garrett suffered a sprained shoulder, strained biceps, and minor cuts when he flipped his Porsche in a frightening single-car accident on Monday. Despite the injuries, Garrett had not been ruled out, has not been ruled out Sunday against the Falcons. The Browns say doctors concluded Miles Garrett did not have any fractures and he has cleared concussion protocol. Very similar to Tua, sounds like. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Canadian Football League announced today 
that the 109th Grey Cup game is sold out. More than 33,000 are expected to attend the CFL championship game at Regina's Mosaic Stadium on November 20th. Regina last hosted the Grey Cup in 2013 when the hometown Rough Riders defeated the Hamilton Tiger Cats 45-23. This sports update is presented by Ballers Rec Room, your home of slow pitch open Wednesday to Sunday. Watch for details on our Grey Cup party at Ballers. Also for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay, it's been three minutes, Clark. What's the update? Okay, so they are fast and furious trying to connect with Aronde Gadsden down here in South Florida. There's issues with Wi-Fi. There's issues with cellular data. There's clearly a lot of issues. So it's just you and me. Well, they're telling us that the moose is logged in. So we can bring the moose. Hey, why not, moose? You were sitting there. You were just waiting to watch the interview with Aronde. Been here um, the whole time. (laughs) You've been there the whole time? You never (laughs) logged out? Well, Never logged out. I, uh, listen, I, I'll say this, and I don't know how this came up. I don't know how this came up. Corey May, one of our viewers watching in Winnipeg, says, as Rod just mentioned, there's always a line. His personal accounts were full of threats. It's not right. I'm not sure to what he's referring, but we'll come back on that. And we have a Ronde now. So, Darren, we'll see you back next segment, right, or overtime. Thank you. All right. A Ronde Gadsden with us. Dolphins great. Radio analyst. Ronde, thank you for your patience. There we go. And thank you for joining thank us today. You. And be, There we go, man. Hey, hey before we thank get you. into the big week four matchup, uh, Dolphins and the Bengals, would you please tell me how you're doing? Hurricane Ian, South Florida, Tropical Storm. How's your week been, sir? Uh, it, it, it's, been, it's been kind of rough. Um, you know, going uh, from the game, you know, I fly to Syracuse and see my son play comeback. We had a big Dolphins win on Sunday. And uh, now we're getting ready for a hurricane with the Dolphins playing tomorrow. So it's been been kind of hectic. Uh, school's been out for the last two days. And so uh, thank God everybody's home and, and, and getting ready to go. Well, I do want to ask you about your son, by the way. And I, I have to throw out a thank you to Ash, our mutual friend, for lining this interview up. But uh, I'm glad you're for safe sure, so far. Sure. And, I, yeah, continued uh, good luck the rest of the week. And I do want to get to your son in a second. But just about that Dolphins game on Sunday, man. How much fun was that for you to be in the venue? What a, what a game. Man, it, it was it was a, a great game. Started off uh, well, kind of slow for us Dolphin fans, and then it, then it kind of picked up. And then the you know the tour situation, uh, but he he showed that he was a trooper no matter which way you think it happened. Um, he came back and and uh, delivered the strike to Waddle that uh, was uh, really the game winner. That 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 play alone, I think it was third and twenty two, and he 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 put the ball between two safeties Waddle caught it. Um, Buffalo had a lot of things going. I, I don't know whether it was, uh, you know, clock management or what, whatever happened. Cause a lot of the guys are from here, South Florida, all the running backs for Buffalo are from South Florida. Um, I coached one Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, so they had a, South, a lot of South Florida influence on the team, but um, uh, it, uh, it, it worked out for the dolphins. Well, 
Well, I want to ask you this. Uh, the Dol- Bills had players on IVs at halftime, as you know, and then after the game. There were fans on the concourse getting fanned because it was very hot. Right. It was very hot. Right. But they're coming out of the game. People are saying the Bills, they're still the best team in the AFC, if not the NFL. How do you feel about that contention? Or where do you put the Dolphins in that list? I mean, they got to be up there at this point. I mean, we put together, and I, I guess it's the more the, the opponents you play, how, you know, Buffalo would think that, and, that, and that's okay. It's their team. Um, they played uh, the Rams, and they played the Titans. We played the Ravens and the Bills. So uh, we feel pretty good about where we are. Obviously, we know who runs the engine that runs both teams or the quarterback. I mean, we can talk Tyreek Hill all we want, but if Tua doesn't get him the ball, there's no Tyreek Hill. We know uh, Josh Allen is probably the the best, uh, if not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and everybody respects that. But, um, you know, it, it, it's tough. Even when I heard it come across uh, uh, the desk on on, uh, on Sunday afternoon that there'd be out four secondary starters, Ed Oliver and the center, that's a lot to overcome. That's a lot to overcome. And um, it was probably, probably the center being the most important one, we did see a few fumble snaps, and he had to dive on one when they were going in to score, so that hurt. Um, uh, Ed Oliver couldn't st- wasn't there, so the run game was kind of porous. We understand the communication on the back end would be a little iffy because of, you know, uh, young guys back there. But they held Tyreek Hill in, in check pretty much. It was just, you know, the waddle catch and, and a few other uh, probably incidents on the Buffalo side that probably hurt, you know. So well, we're excited about that. I think they should be in the top five, the Dolphins, at least right now. For sure. Was that you and the Dolphins pregame on WQAM? They were listing off the Bills starters, and I think it was you going, never heard of them, never heard of them. Yeah, yeah. never heard of them. The secondary guys, you know, you usually know who plays, but the secondary guys, I, you know, I thought Poyer was going to play, but those guys um, that uh, they were naming, I, I, I hadn't heard of them. I wasn't privy to them. And, um, but they, they held their own. I'm, I'm not going to say they got, you know, listen, the week before against the Ravens and Peters was out there and a few other starters were out there. They had one had 190 and one had 171. So they did not do that on Sunday. So those young guys should feel real, real good about themselves going into the next game against the Ravens. You know, just lastly, before we move on to talk about your career for a second and your son, I don't let me forget about the second, <laughs> uh, Rondé, the second. Um, just, I don't know if you were watching Josh Allen's eyes in the game. I've never seen him look so confused. And I was sitting with Agent Gil Scott. He's like, how about this Dolphins defense? They were ferocious right. up front. They covered on the back end. And I never seen Josh Allen look so confused in any game. The Bills de- or the Dolphins defense never gets any credit. I think they get credit locally. We we know uh, defense wins championships, and I think you know if you can re- uh, rewind until last year, um, last year when they uh, when they played the Ravens on Thursday night, and they figured that the zero blitz would work for the Dolphins because we had pretty good cornerbacks. Uh, they have instituted pretty consistently since then, and it's worked. Um, if you're not ready to go uh, to your second and third read. Um, it's going to be pretty tough. Obviously we have uh, X over there at one corner and he's going to, you know, he, he was going to be from, from the jump from play one and he's going to follow digs all over the field. So you had to expect, uh, you know, 
Gabriel Davis and some other people to make some impact because X was going to shut down digs. Uh, they were going to cancel each other out. Let me not say shut down, but they were cancel each other out. And so you had to go to the other guys and uh, we beat up the other guys and apply pressure. And so uh, that, that, that's kind of confusion you see Josh Allen has. Well, your story is unbelievable. I, I hope that you do motivational speaking. I, in every regard, you're starting a clothing line before anybody else was doing it, and the injuries you've suffered, undrafted guy, all that. But when Ash was telling me about you on the boat on Saturday, he's like, Aronde's got to come on your show. He's the guy that caught Dan Marino's last touchdown pass. That's a pretty yeah, cool thing to be known for. How, yeah, how often does that come up in your life? Uh, it, it comes up now as a trivia question. You know, um, we we can go to certain places, or even on the radio, to win some prizes. Uh, we can go to do trivia at a local bar, watching the game, and it, it'll come up pretty much. But you know, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it's the record's been broken so much. It was real good when Dan. It was four twenty, and Dan Dan was on top of everything, and um, that was the best record. But um, you know, uh, four twenty has been surpassed. You know. Uh, many times and probably will be, but it's a big deal here in South Florida. Everybody loves Dan Marino. Uh, he's still a big part of the community. He works for the Dolphins. And so um, to, to, to know that I caught his last touchdown was, was, was a big deal. Uh, Joe Rose, who does the morning show down here in Miami caught his first touchdown. So we got the balls together and um, we, 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 you know, got it in a safe place. Well, and I heard you two on there together. Joe didn't even want to talk about the game, son. He wanted to talk about your kid, Aronde Gadsden the second, who had, I think, 173 yards for Syracuse on Saturday. Like, is he going to outshine his old man or what? What's ahead for Junior? Well, that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. We we always want our kids <laughs> to do better than we we did. And um, uh, he he he's taken he's taken to it. Um, you know, uh, when he came out of high school, he had a few other choices, but he wanted to go play for Dino. Dino impressed him, and and so he's been doing that. And this year, uh, they got a little possibly than they did last year. But everybody wants to stop Sean Tucker, the running back, which gives him uh, a little bit more leeway at the receiver position. He loves it. First thing everybody asks is how's he doing in the cold. He he's adapted fine being a South Florida boy all the way up there in, in Syracuse, but he loved it. He's been having some good games, and I'm just keeping my fingers crossed and praying for him that he can finish out the season just the way he he's going right now. But I I am happy and proud of him. But the plan is for him to be <laughs> he's faster than me for sure. So uh, the plan is yeah. for him to be better than I am for sure. Well, I tell all our viewers that to keep him on their radar and be cheering for him and praying for him, Please. too. You clearly did a great job, Aronde. So um, congratulations on that. Yeah, so far. And I guess I'd love to ask you about your clothing line and all the – maybe we'll do that next time. i got to wind this up by asking you about the Thursday night game, Dolphins at Bengals. Is it too short of a week, uh, given what all the Dolphins have been through, or what's your read on that game? It, it, it's tough because as a player – um, you, you, you think we played 90, 90 plays on, on Sunday in the heat, um, you know, and we have to come right back out on a short week because you don't get the normal rest and day off. You would doing a, a, a regular week and you have to go on the road. So that that's, that's going to be the first issue. Second issue is probably going to see Tua's health and how he is. Um, obviously, uh, he's the engine that drives the show, especially at this point. You know, 
and so if he's okay to go, you know, you step across the lines, you, you're saying that you're 100%. So everybody has to know that. And so if he's out there, that gives us a shot. But the travel and the, the X factor, the caveat, the, the variable in this is the hurricane. So everybody's thinking about their family and how uh, everybody's doing to keep everybody safe. So that's going to be uh, added pressure. Um, but once that, once you, once you get out there and get on, um, the field on Thursday night, I think they'll be able to go. Um, once again, the defense has to play Stella because the offense did have 90 plays. So, um, it's going to be tough. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to be optimistic because I, I think I, I need, I want the Dolphins and Syracuse both to go undefeated through the first four or five games. So I, I am going to pick the Dolphins because of, because of this is the reason you get Tyreek Hill because he can make it change in just one play. And so if your defense keeps it close, uh, you know, one, one four yard pass can turn into 80 yard touchdown. Well, it's going to be a great game. We know that Aronde, uh stay safe. You got a bunch of new fans. I want to let you know that. Thanks for coming oh, thanks, on. Thanks, uh, appreciate I appreciate you. That. I appreciate it. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. The great Aronde Gadsden, one of the Dolphins' top receivers of all time, 15th as a matter of fact. And, uh, yeah, great guy. Does a great job. Follow him on WQAM and give him a look up on social media. The Moose joins us next. And viewer takeover will start it early. I can answer some of your questions here. It's been a big football day. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live and WQEE, your home for Southern Sports and Talk, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we go. Back at it. Back at it. What a great day. And I'll tell you what, the Moose has rejoined us. And I saw one of the viewers, I think it was Carlos in Indianapolis, saying the RP show is the best at calling audibles at the line. And uh, we are. That was a team effort there. We got Aronde a little later than scheduled, but we got him on. And Moose was there to pick up the slack. So I appreciate you, Moose. You're fixing your hair, which reminds me, our viewers aren't just smart. They're entertaining. They're funny. And we got some great comments here that's probably going to spur our discussion for the rest of the show. And they're good. And this is on the 902 line. 902-518-3033 gets in the studio all the time. Well, not outside show hours. I don't look at it then. But certainly during the show, you can contact us. Chris Thom in Heidelberg, Ontario, is watching on Game Plus TV. And he says, is Moose trying to become a brunette Max Headroom? Love the show, lads. Does the name Max Headroom mean anything to you, Max Headroom? Nothing. Okay. At some you point, Google it, Clark. Yeah, Clark, can you Google Max Headroom? He was an 80s icon. Would I be right, viewers, in saying the uh, mascot of MTV? And when I say mascot, it's not like Stanley C. Panther, the Panthers mascot, or Gainer, the gopher. He was cool. Max Headroom, very cool. Buzz cut, shades, Max Headroom. I think the mascot of MTV. Clark, Google it, please, and throw it on the screen if you can. Because it's, it's worthless to mention that to Darren or ask him until he sees or knows who it is. Yeah. 
from Kevin the Medium. Sorry, from Metal Shingle Guy. He's written in on the 902. He says, is Kevin the Medium getting any vibes on the destination of Bo? Or did I miss it? I feel like mediums and fortune tellers and tarot card readers can't pinpoint that type of thing. What do you think? They're not, they're not uh, I mean, fortunately, they're not psychics. They can't tell you what the future is going to hold. They can tell you what they're seeing and, and little clues and maybe and, you know, some guidance. But I don't, you know, I don't think they're going to be able to tell you the future. Otherwise, Kevin will be giving us the lottery numbers every week. <laughs> and, yeah. Right? Um, well, like I say, so, yeah, I work with Kevin. He's bang on. I love him. And I believe everything. Um, but I've always wondered oh, yeah. why the mediums can't say, that's your killer. He did it. Maybe they can, but it wouldn't hold up in court. I don't know, but I'm not trying to solve any murderers. Not today. And it, which, by the way, can I say this about the Dahmer series, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer series? Have you started it yet? Not yet, but it's, uh, I think tonight I'm going to watch the first episode. Clark said he's like six episodes in. And I say this respectfully for this. I say this respectfully as I can, not trying to be funny here. It's incredibly disturbing. I said yesterday that I was on the radio in Weyburn when this was happening, 1991. So I was reading the news updates, and I was just as sickened then as I am now by watching this. And we all, I think, know what he did. And uh, don't watch it before supper. Don't. And I don't say that as a joke. Um, Joe Lazito went on a very long rant on Facebook. Uh, and had a very, you know, Joe's story. Yeah. Um, took down a mass murderer in New York. Joe did. It's a long, he was injured by him, but survived. And what Joe said, I don't know why I went off on this tangent, but Joe said, it's important that the victims get remembered and personalized. They're not just a name and a date of death. These are people. And that's what the Dahmer series does. It introduces it to the, who the victims are, but then it goes through what they went through. And it just, it's unreal. And the victims' families are coming out saying they're re-traumatized now by watching this because this is what their loved ones went through. And I'm like, don't watch it. That would be my... Yeah. yeah. Well, you did... Is, yeah. Yeah. Is, okay, thank you, Clark. It, yeah, go ahead. Go is, ahead, Darren. Is it a drama or is it a documentary? It's a drama. There's a guy playing Jeffrey okay. Dahmer. By the way, that's Max Headroom. So the viewers are asking if you are a, trying to be a brunette Max Headroom. But if you don't even know who he is, pretty sure you're not trying to be a brunette Max Headroom. I'm not. <laughs> I like the, I love the nostalgic references because now I'm going to start doing some research and see what Max Headroom's all about. Chris Tom in uh, Heidelberg, Ontario is of my generation, my vein. So I got it. You didn't. Keith is watching on Game Plus television in Fort McMurray, Alberta, and he brings up a really good point that might actually carry into the next segment. He goes, am I the only adult sports fan who finds it difficult to cheer as hard for sports teams when I know I'm older than everyone on them? Signed, Keith from Fort Mac. What a very interesting point, Keith Tanner, because now, I said it yesterday, I'll say it again today, I'm 49. 
So I look back at these kids now, let's say the NHL, but even the NFL, I'm like, they're, they're children. Kale McCarr doesn't look like he's shaving. You know? So there comes this time in life where you got to realize nobody's as old as you. And that's why for years I loved Chris Chelios and a lot of people. The Chelios, he's way older than me. But I look at Tom yeah. Brady at 45 going, you go, Tom. Which reminds me, those pro football guys that I was hanging around on the weekend who work, well, in mostly the NFL, but CFL too and other uh, leagues, they're like, they're all, they're all on Tom's side. <laughs> Does that surprise anybody? In the personal thing, they're on Tom's side. They're like, Tom, as long as you can play, you go play. There's still a lot of people that think Tom's being selfish by it. I can't tell you, Darren, how much it's talked about in the States, the Tom Brady, Giselle Buccaneers thing. Like, how much does it come up in your world where you are? Not not, not much. It, it, it's not being talked about every day up here in Canada. But, you know, I get it. And, and I know it's big news. And... You know, everybody's got to do what's right for them. And you only get one spin around, right, on this on this earth. And if you want to play, because he's going to wake up one day and he won't be able to play. And you know what? He's not going to be, be able to play when he's 50. I don't think. I mean, maybe he can. I'm not going to be the one to tell him he can't play <laughs> when he's 50. But, like, when you think of life, and especially with the TB12 method and what Tom does with his health and his, and his fitness, He's not even at halftime yet of life. He's not even at halftime. And you're telling him to rush through this stage and wrap it up quick? No, man. No, 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 no. You know, enjoy it. You've got a long life left to live. This has spawned a lot of discussion, a lot of comments from our viewers. So hang on. We'll be right back with overtime. We're nowhere done yet. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and, of course, your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Landmark Cinema's Extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. Okay, here we go. We are back, and the Moose is with us for overtime, and uh, the fun and frivolity continues. Moose, um, I'll get to the viewer comments in a moment. Here's one really funny one. Jeff the Stamps fan says, Watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix, Darren is a dead ringer for the actor. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I I wouldn't quite go that far. But if you put on some of those windshield glasses like was popular at the time you might kind of look like jeffrey dahmer i'm just saying oh, um, no. breaking news by the way i've signed up for boca news now.com updates from boca news over two million page views monthly 
So you all know how I'm doing, because somebody have asked. Hurricane Ian's eye wall is expected to come ashore later this afternoon. The storm is packing 155 mile per hour winds, just shy of Category 5 status. Palm Beach County weather, that's where I am, is expected to deteriorate as the afternoon progresses. Power is out to tens of thousands of customers in Palm Beach County, Broward County, and Miami-Dade County. That's where I am. An apparent tornado ripped through Kings Point late last night. All government offices in Palm Beach County remain closed. No word yet about Thursday. And interestingly enough, you'll want to know, Darren, all beaches are closed. So today, you can't go to the beach. And I don't say this facetiously. It's just, here's, we got through one more day. Yes. As far as the show and the power being on. So God willing, that's a God shot. There's no doubt. Um, so to the viewers here, everybody's going on about Max Hedrum. I guess he was the spokesman for Coke. I'm sorry. It was 40 years ago, people. Come on. 40 years ago. I'm sorry. I had the wrong one. Kevin, the medium says I'm correct. They do know who the murderers are, but it won't stand up in court. I get that. Um, from my cousin, Christine in medicine hat. She says, I started the Dahmer show too scary and bizarre for me. I've never seen anything like it. Changing topics from Don, our Navy friend. He says, as you, the, as you get older, the more and more you think that pro sports is kind of foolish. So now it's a foolish pleasure for me to watch it. And so I want to say this. It, it, for the fans, you got to understand it is just leisure. For the people in it, it's their lives. But people don't understand that. Tom Brady's a person. Jeff the Stamps fan says it's nobody but Tom and Giselle's business. Right, but nobody cares. They're going to talk about it no matter what. So, yeah, have you, you never got a chance to talk on that. What do you think when you see players that are younger than you? Do you find it harder to follow the sports? Are you not, maybe not old enough to understand what he's saying, Keith? No, I know exactly what he's saying. Because as, as a kid, I'm watching all these NHL stars, CFL stars, NFL stars, they're older than you. And they're your heroes. They're your icons that you, you, you know, you watch them and you, you think I want to be you one day and you cheer for them and you follow their stats. It's a little weird, you know, to go and follow a 15 year old, you know, it's not quite the same. You don't cheer for it the same, but it is, you can still cheer for, for teams and stuff and, and athletes that are younger than you. Um, I think just that fandom of these are my icons, my idols um, and my heroes that kind of fades away. So it's a different fandom. Sure. Well, it's kind of interesting. You look at the photo of Lanny McDonald, and I don't know if you've seen it, but it's the one the night they won the Stanley Cup. Lanny, the Flames. Lanny's got the beard. He's wearing a white cap, and he's like hugging the Stanley Cup. And in 1989, I'd have been in high school. So I'm looking at that photo going, what an old fart. He looks like an old prospector. Give him a pickaxe and send him out, you know, on the railroad. (laughs) <laughs> and then now here I'm at 49 going, he looks like a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. perspective. I totally get what Keith is saying. Um, that was a very interesting point by him. And we can go yeah, all over the place here. Uh, Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, I agree with the point of playing for as long as possible. It really is once in a lifetime. But I honestly don't care what's happening in his personal life. It's none of my business. I don't do soap operas. No, Jennifer, but that's because you're cool and you have a life. 
Most life lesson, folks, people that don't have a life really like to stick their nose in others. From Andrew Stout. Thankfully, changing topics again. Andrew says, Bonjour, Rod. Looking forward to watching Habs versus Leafs tonight. Habs have lots of rookies looking good so far. Not a cup contender, but I like where they're going. Well, so do I. So do I. As long as the expectations are realistic in Montreal and people know that they're probably not going to make the playoffs and the best thing for them is to probably finish 32nd. Um, I'm looking forward to the Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes here Thursday night. Darren, will you be watching Leafs-Habs tonight? You know, I'll, I'll tune it in uh, a little bit, but I won't be that interested in it again. Preseason game. Uh, I'm interested for, you know, see the highlights. If it's on in the background while I'm making supper, that type of thing. Yeah. But that's about the extent of my interest. The games tonight, Washington at Philadelphia, the Buffalo Sabres at Columbus. Johnny Hockey had three helpers in his Columbus debut. Chicago at Detroit. Edmonton, Calgary, as I mentioned earlier, Arizona at Anaheim. Colorado at Vegas, San Jose at the Los Angeles Kings. Blue Jays home to the Yankees tonight. The uh, Atlanta Braves have worked their way into a tie with the Mets for the NL Eastern lead. In the dub tonight, the Winnipeg Ice are at PA. No games in the O or the Q. Last minute of play, the RP show. Arlen Bruce third writes in. He says, RP and Moose, the 109th Grey Cup is sold out at Mosaic Stadium. Are we in there? I'm for it. November 20th, three days before my birthday. We will be at the Grey Cup broadcasting live, but I'm leaving that up to Moose to handle the details and the announcements of everything. Sounds like you're on it, Moose. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, you bet. We're really excited for it. It's going to be fun to be in uh, in Rajan. BW says, uh, is the Oilers game on TV? Anyone? It's got to be, man. It's the BOA. The Flames and Kraken were on NHL Network last night. I was gone to bed by the time they iced the puck. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to believe that the, not every Panthers game is on TV. If they Anyways, got internet, Moose, it will be. Hey, not a, the game's not on in Tulsa. See you tomorrow, Moose. Later. <laughs> Noon Eastern. McFly, hello. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.